BC Basketball has its biggest win of the season as they win in the first round of the ACC tournament. We're going to look at why this was such a big win and how this and some other news will catapult Boston College Basketball into the next season. All of this in recruiting talk on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Wednesday, everyone. It is hump day. And what a great day to talk about basketball as BC Basketball defeated Pitt on Tuesday in the first round of the ACC tournament. And not only did they beat Pitt, they smoked Pitt. This was not even a close game for most of the most of the actual matchup. BC wins 66-46 in a game where Pitt went over nine minutes without a field goal. Now, you go almost nine minutes without a field goal, you hope BC would actually expand the lead even more than that. But what ends up happening? Let's go over quickly what the big deal was. One of the big keys of this game that we talked about going into this was John Hughley. I've been saying Hugley all year. It's Hughley. Hughley, their big center who scored 32 points their first matchup. A lot of, you know, a lot of emphasis went into slowing him down. And after the game, DeMar Langford said they doubled him up as much as they could and tried to let the other guys try to beat him. And that's exactly what happened. So uh, they they stopped him, and, and BC was able to do whatever they wanted. Hughley went on the bench late in the first half with tro- uh, foul trouble, and then BC goes on a 20-3 run to put the game out of reach. BC shot over 50%. They didn't rely on three-pointers, which was the big deal. And they just hit shots when they needed to hit shots. And it was not just one guy. They had three guys in double digits, Quinton Post, DeMar Langford, and James Carnick. And they played a nice, complete game against a really bad Pitt team. So, you know, how bad is Pitt? After the game, I couldn't believe this. So Jeff Capel, their head coach, who is a former Duke assistant, um, you know, there was a lot of hubbub that when he took over um, after, Ke- uh, I think it was Kevin Stallings that was there before, I uh, took over for Pitt. And he's been a gigantic failure. He has just, Pitt's been terrible. And he goes and he tells the, the, the press after the game that we need to get better players at Pitt. So, you know, I, I was thinking after this game, man, Pitt's going to fire this head coach because he was bad. And then I heard that and I was like, man, Pitt's going to fire this head coach because he is bad. Because any player that's still left in that locker room that wants to talk to him cannot be happy with what he had said because that's just basically throwing them under the bus. But this is a BC podcast. I just thought I couldn't believe that when I read it. Um, and this was just another big win. Now, where does Boston College go from here? Because it's the ACC tournament, it's 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 rapid round basketball, and the poor teams at the bottom of the conference have to play quite a bit. So BC now goes to play on today at 2.30 against Wake Forest. And uh, it's hard to, to visualize it when you're on a podcast, but that's that that uh, sound is me uh, pulling on the, the collar of my neck, uh, of my shirt, because ooh, this is going to be a tough one for Boston College. You know, um, the, Wake Forest, they played earlier this year. BC lost 87-57. to 57, And I looked at the score, and, you know, it's a long basketball year. Um 
It's a long basketball season. So I was like, is that when, you know, they were down DeMar Langford and down TJ Bickerstaff? Or I, I think Post was hurt at one point, too. Was 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 one of those guys out? Nope. All they had a whole full roster playing against Wake, and they only shot. They only scored fifty-seven points. Wake is electric, and if you have not been paying attention to Wake, you should be because they are the program, uh, the the model program of what Boston College should strive to be. They got a new head coach, Steve Forbes, who in Coach K's final year at Duke was able to unseat him as ACC Coach of the Year when Duke is the number one seed, and all the Duke fans are crying about it. But Steve Forbes deserved it. He turned Wake Forest into, I believe I saw them ranked near the bottom with Boston College in preseason rankings, to one of the best teams in the ACC. And he did that by hitting the transfer portal. He got Alondis Williams, who was now the ACC Player of the Year. And, you know, they've got up and down, they've got some really good talent on this team. I don't want to be a negative Nelly here, but, you know, I don't think BC might has much of a chance in this game. I, I would be surprised if the, the spread was anything less than 10. Um, but, you know, we'll talk in the next segment about what this game means. But, you know, f- just for this, this was a big win for Boston College. This, you know, beating Pitt, and I know Pitt stinks. And I'm not, I said this on Twitter, I know they stink. They're not a good team. But BC has not won an ACC game since 2017 and 2018. That is mind-blowing. That's four or five seasons they have not. You know, they lost to Notre Dame. They lost, to, I think they lost to Pitt last year. Um, they they just have not been very good. And this was a, a big win. And we'll talk about why in just a moment that this win, even if they get smoked by Wake Forest has really put Boston College basketball back on the map. But before we do that, I want to tell you this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Now let's chat a little bit about Bilt Bar because they are my absolute favorite. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the puffs yet? If you haven't, you really need to. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, and they are good. And they're a protein bar too. So check them out. They have some great flavors including churro, coconut marshmallow, and banana cream pie. And they're 100% covered in chocolate, just like the Built Bar. They have 130 calories for most of these flavors, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. They pack that protein into those bars. It's going to make you feel good. They got some great flavors, too, that you got to check out, such, such as mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. Delicious. They are all good, and you need to check out Built.com to find out what the new flavors are that they have, because they have new ones all the time. Now go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Man, I love March Madness and I love those brackets, but I can't remember the last time I actually went deep or even won any money. I'm hedging my bets this year with Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contest. Stat Heroes NCAA Games Pick'ems pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. 
take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage and start focusing on the players you know best with gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or even funky props. In addition to the Pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. They simply post sets of players for you to take on with a set of players you choose. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fixed. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes, and this is what Daily Fantasy is supposed to be. So sign up today right now at StatHero.com slash LockedOn and use that promo code for a 100% deposit match. That's StatHero.com slash LockedOn and use promo code LockedOn for a 100% match. StatHero.com slash LockedOn promo code LockedOn. Terms and conditions do apply. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. You guys are awesome. All of you listeners that have made Locked On Boston College your first listen every day, thank you so much. And, you know, we got um, more praise from our bosses because there's more of you listening to us than, you know, some other shows. So for a small podcast that talks about Boston College sports, Um, It's great that some of you have made us your first listen. And if this is the first time you've checked it out, we do this every single day, uh, Monday through Friday. Sorry, I always say every single day, but I mean Monday through Friday and talk about BC sports. We have interviews, we have guests. I give you insight on recruiting, basketball, you name it, we talk about it. So hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have YouTube, hit subscribe there too. It does make a huge difference for us to have a big YouTube following. So thank you all of you who started listening on YouTube. I had a few of you comment that you did that. Thank you all who have done that. Now, on Tuesday, Boston College had a win. And it was a first-round win. It's that Tuesday ACC game. So you see all the jokes on Twitter of, oh, my gosh, it's afternoon basketball. Oh, my God, why is it BC and Pitt? Oh, terrible. Whatever. It's a win. And that win was absolutely enormous for Boston College basketball because it gives Earl Grant even more to build off of. And that's what all, as I've said all this year, the most that you can hope for with this team is to build something to 2022-23. And that is exactly what Earl Grant did on every step of the journey on this year. And you can look up and down his team and see why that has happened. So what were some of the things that you were we were hoping for for BC this year? First of all, I think expectations were incredibly low heading into the into the uh, basketball season. As I said, many uh, pundits didn't have BC winning any games in the ACC. BC ends up right now with seven wins. That's tied for third in Jim Christian's entire career. Now, he had a, the year with Kai Bowman and I think Jerome Robinson, 2017-2018, where they had nine. They had seven regular season wins and two ACC tournament wins. But other than that, he had seven almost every year. I mean, uh, no, sorry, he had seven two other years and then a lot less than that in his other years. So in year one, with a completely turned over roster, I mean, I'm telling you, C.J. Felder, Rich Kelly, um, Stefan Mitchell, uh, Jay Heath, all transferred. Uh, Earl Grant was still able to win seven ACC games. And I know you could still be negative and say, well, the ACC was crap this year. There was you know, no real dynamite teams. And you'd be right. But you still beat Notre Dame. Notre Dame was a number two. They're the number two team in the ACC right now. You beat them. And you almost beat them twice. And... You had, you know, an ACC tournament win now. Those are all big steps. 
because, as I said, you have a new roster, but you're building towards next year. When you bring in this recruiting class, as as we talked about, Armani Mighty, who on 3.com just listed as a top 100 recruit and one of the secret gems of this recruiting class. They talked extensively, and I kind of piggybacked on their conversation about that. But you add him with Donald Hand, who's a four-star on 247 and Rivals. You add Prince Oligby, who is on 247 and Rivals. And I've been posting on our Twitter handle, at BC Bulletin, uh, Boston College SI, excuse me, um, they're, they're the different highlights, and you could see what Boston College is getting next year. And that momentum is going to build. And the, the the good pieces of this season, the good pieces of like this team, are all returning, other than probably James Karnick. Uh, on on during the ESPN telecast, they floated the idea that Makai Ashton Langford could also be back, um, which I didn't even think of. I I mean he's he must have an extra year left. Um, but he could come back as well, and I'd love to see him back. He had a huge year for BC. He had, you saw what his potential was, why he was a four-star recruit this year, and it was great to see him play that well. So next year, BC has a really killer recruiting class. As we said on yesterday's show, the Hogue Pavilion, the indoor practice facility is going to be built. And the stink of this program, and I love that term, that's what BC's had for 15 years, the stink of a bad program that just cannot win. It's not gone yet. It's starting to leave, though. And when that stink starts to leave, you'll see the students return. You'll see the fans return. And Conti Morgue, as I've, I like to joke about, will turn back to Conti Forum because the fans like to watch good teams. And they don't like to watch losing teams. Watch, look at what the hockey team has been like. I know they had decent, um, they had d- decent attendance this year at different points. But you watch that BU series; the, the stadium was like three quarters dead. And I know it's because it was spring break too. But that it can hit any team, and basketball can come back to life if fans and students see that potential. And I think that's all you see right now is potential. There's there's concerns about this program, sure. The three-point shooting is atrocious. They do still still make big mistakes, and their offense isn't all that great. But they're heading in the right direction in almost any metric you look at. Their defense improved drastically this year. Their rebounding improved. Their turnovers improved. They're playing at a much higher level, and fans are going to start noticing that. So this win, even if they go out and get annihilated by Wake Forest, and they very well could have that could very well happen. That doesn't matter. They play. They are playing with house money right now. They have done everything that they need to do to build momentum and to honestly say that this first year for Earl Grant was a roaring success. And you know, Steve Forbes last year, he was the ACC Coach of the Year. This year. They weren't, you know, as I said, Wake Forest was at the bottom of the ACC last year. It just took one recruit, one transfer, and a couple, like, complimentary guys, and he had that whole thing turned around. Look out. If Earl Grant can find one scoring transfer, a guy that can shoot and stretch the floor a little bit, BC could be very dangerous last next year. And we, we might not be just talking about BC taking that next step. We might be talking about Boston College, like Wake Forest is this year. So... This win against the Pitt, it was against a stinky team, but it accomplished quite a bit. And for Earl Grant and his team, who went dancing afterwards, they deserved every moment of this. 
And, you know, for a team that's going to finish with 13 or 14 wins total, there's a lot of fun things that happen this season. And congratulations to that team for making what was many, many thought going to be just a lost year really enjoyable. In a moment, I'm going to talk about recruiting and I'm going to give you a little insight into why it's been so quiet with BC football of late. And thanks again for making Locked On Boston College your first listen every day. Make sure to check out check out Locked On Break It Bra- Bracket Breakdown March 14th right here on the Locked On Boston College podcast feed and YouTube channel. College basketball experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling give you in-depth breakdowns on every matchup. Make sure to check that out either on our feed or on the YouTube channel. And Arch Madness is just a week away. That means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual? Are you looking for the best? We've done our homework here, and we're running our brackets with RunYourPool.com. Along with standard brackets, RunYourPool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X, and they're both really fun. They have the options to edit scoring, and they offer more intel to make your picks. All stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. If you got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that ma- magic and play alongside your employees or even customers. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe Run Your Pool, like because like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your family and friends. Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for a chance to win a cash prize. Run your pool. Football is over, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. And from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fire coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline also has hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Head on over to BetOnline, where the game starts. Now, this is Locked On Boston College. I want to also tell you about another show. Make sure to make your second listen of every day the Locked On NFL Draft with Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, this is Recruiting Wednesday, and I always say I am making this part of our daily routine, uh, weekly routine, to get into recruiting talk because I know that's something that a lot of you out there want to get more information on. And if you want to get more information on recruiting, you need to become a BC Bulletin Premium member and get on our Maroon and Gold Premium Boards and up, uh, Discord channel where I talk a lot about all the inside stuff, stuff that you're not going to find on this podcast, and it's really in-depth stuff that you're going to want to know about. So. Go to BC Bulletin. It's the co- same as a cup of coffee. You'll really enjoy it. And it helps support this podcast and all the work that we do. So thank you for that. Well, you know, we're now finished the dead period. So if you're new to recruiting, the dead period is when coaches can't initiate conversations with co- with recruits. Recruits can reach out, I believe. Some of it's uh, really kind of vague. But I think that they can con- connect with coaches, but the coaches can't connect with them. Uh, so it, that that had ended last week. And for many, I think there was a lot of hope that 
oh, you know, this is going to be big because now Jeff Halfley and his team, they can start getting all these recruits on campus. And last weekend was dead. And from what I've heard, this weekend will be dead. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on here? You know, they're having big junior days at LSU and, um, you know, other other schools in the area that are, you know, Rutgers is hosting all these recruits. What's going on? Why is BC so quiet? And it's been quiet for a while. Well, I can tell you why the last two weeks were quiet. And it's uh, because it's spring break. <laughs> and, you know, all the players are gone, so they don't have players to host the, the recruits. And it's a dead campus. Like all the all the kids, or most of the kids, are gone. You know, they're off somewhere tropical or or doing some work. You know, you know, with Appala- the Appalachian group or whatever. Um, you know, community service groups the kids are doing. They're gone, so you don't have anyone on campus. That's why last weekend and this weekend are both dead. But there is going to be some big time recruits coming up. In the next couple of weeks. And I bet you, I haven't heard from him specifically, but I bet you Jacoby Robinson, the new quarterback, will be there. But there's some other recruits um, that are coming. And I'll give you one just so that I can tell you that I know some names. London Montgomery, a four-star running back, is set to uh, visit Boston College on March 19th. Uh, he confirmed this with one of my sources through Syracuse. Um He's a big-time four-star—obviously, you guys love four-stars— four-star running back from Pennsylvania, one of the top recruits in Pennsylvania, um, and he's planning on visiting BC. Now, get excited about that, but you also don't want to get too, too excited because he just got offered from Penn State, and Penn State's a stream school. So uh, I don't think he's going to be committing to Boston College, but I'm just telling you, there's like, as you saw, a four-star recruit. He was going to come to BC, and there's some other ones that are coming. I'll have all those up on BC Bulletin in our premium boards uh, for, for for you to check out as well. But you'll want to know some of those names as they come along. The other big recruiting news, and I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast, but I'll talk about it now anyways because he does mean a lot, is Joe Sullivan uh, is no longer the director of player personnel. Now, if you are a Twitter user, you know who Joe is. Whenever it hits recruiting uh, commitment time, he's the dude that puts up those Rick Ross, you know, the rapper tweets whenever there is a commitment. Um, he also was a big time guy that I talked to a lot about recruits. I'm bummed that he left, uh, but he's still at BC. He's doing fundraising now instead of uh, player personnel. He wants to be an AD. Um, so he's still there, but he, you know, he's gone. And Jason Baum also just left, uh, who was the SID. You guys all, I think everyone knows who Jason is. Uh, he did a tremendous job with sports information for BC um, and really made everything so much more accessible for the media and for all of you too. Like a lot of the information I got um, from Jason was, you know, he, he, he was very, very upfront and super accessible. Uh, well, he's over now at Creighton and he got a great job. I mean, moving from Boston to Nebraska is one thing. I mean, I'm not a big Nebraska person, but what he was able to do is he kind of took that next step. He's in charge of external operations. So at BC, he was just doing all the um, sports information stuff. So stuff that goes to the media, stuff that you put on social media, stuff like that. He's in charge of everything external now. So lots of changes behind the scenes with BC. You saw uh, a bunch of the social media guys are leaving. Um, and it's just that's just what athletics is about. But it also impacts recruiting a little bit too, right? You know, some of these guys that, like Joe, 
who was big in recruiting. Um, they're going to have a new guy there, and um, he, he his name is Jason Tudrin. I, I apologize if I get his name wrong, but he is the new uh, director of recruiting for BC. Um, he's coming to BC from UMass. Looks like a nice, uh, you know, young coach as well. So we'll we'll get to know him a little bit. I wonder what new. Um, GIF game he has because it's not just BC that does this. If you look at any um, coaching staff, they all do it. It's like part of their their uh, repertoire. I know with NC State, they have the light. I think it's a lighthouse they do. Pitt does the pit it is thing with Pat Narduzzi. You know, they all have their fun little thing, and I'm waiting to see how BC changes it. I know Jeff Halfley does a bunch with um, – just the Eagles. He usually just tweets an Eagle or in, in something like uh get in or whatever. Um, but maybe the new, the new Joe Sullivan will do some stuff too. Um, so BC right now it's been quiet. We'll have all news as it comes along. Well, thank you all for listening tomorrow. We're going to recap the BC wake forest game and cross your fingers. Maybe it'll be a, an upset that we'll get to talk about. We'll get into uh, some more football stuff and everything in between. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at locked on BC or at AJ black underscore BC. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone.